Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you? You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, DR Morgan Coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited. So go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to your first episode of 2022. It is your host, Dr. Morgan. I am so excited for this episode. I want to talk to you today about how do we know if we are in a securely attached relationship? What are some of the things you can look for? Obviously, I could do so many episodes on this. So I'll continue to talk about this topic because it gets asked a lot, but today I just want to focus on a few key things that really stand out to me on how do you know when you are in a securely attached relationship, what are the things to look out for? Number one, I want to talk about this idea of freedom, freedom while being close To someone. My avoidantly attached folks oftentimes feel like they're going to lose their freedom. They're going to lose themselves, that they're going to have someone who wants to control them, even if it's unconscious, 
they're thinking, ooh, intimacy and closeness means I lose my freedom. Guess what? When we are anxiously attached, we do want to control and we fear our partners having freedom. So the avoidantly attached person, since they are attracted to people who are anxiously attached, since it fits their template for love, they are not actually all that wrong that yes, when you date someone where you create an anxious and avoidant dynamic, there is not a lot of room for freedom in the relationship. Freedom requires a lot of trust. And freedom also requires secure attachment. So one of the things I want you to think about is when you are in a securely attached relationship, you are honoring who you are You continue to grow as an individual. You are exploring parts of yourself as an individual. You're honoring your needs. And you're not saying, oh, now that I'm in a relationship, my values have to change. My priorities have to change. The way I spend my time has to drastically change. No. When you are in a securely attached relationship, Both people are secure in themselves or they're at least working to create that security because nobody's perfect, but ideally you're creating this securely attached dynamic where you want each other as individuals to grow, to pursue what feels best for you as an individual, to have friends outside of the relationship to travel, to spend time with your family. You want that person to do what is best for them as an individual while at the same time co-creating a relationship dynamic, a shared relationship together and also being able to create time for connection, shared experience and love for one another. So what happens is oftentimes in that anxious avoidant dynamic, both people kind of will feel like, well, it's either me or the relationship. I can't have both. In the securely attached dynamic, you maintain your identity and your freedom while simultaneously building a partnership with someone. And oftentimes when I work with people in the coaching I do, they'll talk about how they just felt like they lost themselves, whether they're avoidantly attached or anxiously attached, they feel like they lost themselves in their past relationship, that they looked in the mirror, they didn't even know who they were anymore, they didn't do any of the things they liked, they lost connection with their friends, they weren't sure what they even wanted. And once again, this happens as a side effect of fear because when we fear, when we fear losing the relationship or when we fear intimacy, the way that we show up ends up being controlling and it, it ends up causing us to shrink ourselves 
or to fight for our freedom. Like we can put all of our energy in the wrong, in the wrong places when we enter into a relationship with fear. And at the core of anxious attachment and avoidant attachment, at the core is fear, fear of intimacy, fear of loss. Anxiously attached wants to control that um, or wants to get rid of that fear by trying to control and by trying to do everything that they can themselves to connect and make the relationship work. So avoidant attachment, it's the same core thing of I'm scared of intimacy and I'm scared that if I do depend on you that you'll leave. Uh, That same core fear, but avoidant attachment folks just have different strategies. They say, well, I'm never going to get close then. So anxious is I'm going to try to get so close. I'm going to try to control the situation and be perfect. And then avoidant is I'm just going to keep up walls and I'm never going to allow myself to get close. So fear is at the core of both. And when we have fear, we have two people who are putting energy into trying not to lose the relationship instead of energy into becoming their their best selves and to co-creating the best relationship that they possibly can. So I just wanted to lay that out for you about the importance of freedom. One thing I know is having been in different dynamics myself, being in a securely attached relationship allows me to continue to pursue my passions, continue to connect with friends and family and travel. And I honor those parts of myself because I also have high self-worth and I acknowledge, hey, I am worthy of continuing to honor my needs, to listen to what I want to do. In the past, I would have tried to mold my life in a way that um, created as much time with my partner as possible. And now as I've done a lot of work and done a lot of healing, I've realized I so value my alone time and I, I value my time with my partner and I also value my alone time. So I think I've shared this with you all, but If my partner wants to go out on his boat and fish on Sundays, uh, I'll go with him to the beach. I enjoy going to the beach, but I'm not going to go out on the boat, right? I Or it's not even about the boat, but it's that, hey, I need that time for me. Sundays is just my designated time. I don't know if you're like this at all, but I just take Sundays as a time to really regroup to meditate, to plan out my week, to really give to myself. So that time is so valuable to me. In my past, I would have done whatever I could to just make sure I was with my partner. And now, as a a person who is mostly securely attached, I set boundaries around my time and especially my alone time. I have plenty of other examples of this. I can think about even... Gosh, how many of you would take up hobbies based on the person you were dating or how many of you would spend a lot of time 
just thinking about the relationship and can I, can I do this thing? Should I do this thing? How will this impact this person? Um, oh gosh, I'm moving. That means that the relationship has to end because I'm doing this thing for me. No, that's my avoidantly attached folks. They say, well, hey, I'm advancing in my career. I'm moving. I'm doing X, Y, Z for me. That means that I cannot have you, right? So we have to get to this place where you say, I can hold on to me. I can honor what it is that I need and what I'm doing. And I can simultaneously co-create a securely attached great relationship with you. Both can be true. Okay. So that freedom piece is huge. I love to travel by myself. I will go on trips. I'll go on like a weekend road trip by myself and just spend time doing whatever I want to do. And my partner supports that. He knows that I need it. And same with him. He has friends that he will go see that I don't have to be there for. There is so much love and trust and secure attachment and so much value of our time together that we honor our time apart. So freedom, and it's not even, you know, I'm talking about time because time is a big part of our our lives and that's one of the most valuable things we possess. But this also applies to identities, right? If my partner says, hey, I'm going to take up, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of a hobby. I'm going to take up tennis. I've always wanted to do tennis and I'm going to just start meeting with an instructor. I'm not going to say, oh, but that in, you know, but that means that you're going to be late for dinner or, oh, but I always thought that you and I would do golf together. Why are you doing that? No, if someone is telling you, if your partner is telling you that something is important to them and they need to pursue it, in the securely attached relationship, you will be supportive. You will say, absolutely, go do it. I can think of in the past when I was dating someone and we were living together and I had said, hey, I really need to prioritize the gym. I'm going to be leaving the house at 530 because my health does not feel good. I need to be in the gym by 6. And instead of support, I was met with, well, how could you do that? Why would you, why would you interrupt our time together in the morning, right? That was coming from a place of fear. That was coming from that anxious avoidant dance that I had done with that person. Whereas if we're in this secure dynamic, if there is a conflict, you would just be curious about it. You'd say, hey, I really want you to get what you need and I I want you to get that gym time and um you know I know it's important to you how can we work together on this what what would be the best time right like you would talk through it but you would never say to the person like oh I don't think you should do that that's control so many of us have been in those relationships right I'm sure some of you listening are like yep I dated the guy who, you know, didn't want me to hang out with my friends or wouldn't let me go to my girlfriend's bachelorette party, et cetera, et cetera. Secure attachment means trust, 
It means freedom. And there is no desire to control each other. And I don't know about you, but I'm not going to be in a relationship if control is an aspect of it. That's that's death to me. I would, you know, freedom or death. Like I, I will not be controlled in a relationship. I would rather be single. I can imagine so many of you relate to me. Um, and the only way to get to a place of freedom in a relationship is to do the healing work, to be able to create secure attachment so that both people can continue to co-create that secure attachment as the relationship grows and both people have freedom. Okay. Wow. I just talked so much about freedom. There's other ways that you know that you are securely attached. I'll throw in a couple more here. Um, Another way to know that you're experiencing secure attachment is when you can navigate conflict and you know that that's not the relationship ending, that you've changed your relationship with conflict and that you've realized, hey, we can have moments where there's conflict and we work it out, we get through it together Uh, And it does not send you in a spiral of, oh my gosh, is the relationship ending? So you've accepted the truth that conflict is part of any healthy relationship. Honestly, I would rather that you would have conflict than to not have any at all. Because if you don't have any at all, that means that one person in the relationship or both are not being honest about what they feel and what they want. So conflict is just a sign of both people being open and honest, and you want to be able to work through it in a healthy way so that you come out stronger and that you know that, hey, this was not our relationship ending. It's simply us becoming um, stronger and being honest about what we think, what we feel, what we need. Okay. One other way you know that you feel securely attached is when you're able to be yourself. You're able to be authentically you. This might be one of my favorite signs is that you feel like you can just be open and honest about what you're thinking and you know, you can show your goofy side. You can be honest about whatever is coming up for you. When you feel relaxed, when you feel like you're your total self as if you were with a best friend, right? That's a sign that you're feeling securely attached. And ideally, your partner is expressing that to you that, wow, I just feel so comfortable. I just feel so relaxed. I feel like I can be myself with you, right? Um, And I know sometimes that can happen uh, in relationships that end up not being (laughs) great or not being securely attached, but know that when when it is secure attachment and you do feel that safety and that you can be your totally authentic self, it's likely that that happened with some time. If it's happening really, really quickly, that could be a sign of mm, Uh, emotional investment that's happening way too fast or love bombing or some kind of manipulation or an anxious avoidant dynamic, right? So 
usually when you feel like very comfortable, very relaxed, and you are your complete self, you're not filtering, you're just who you are, it's usually been preceded by some time, some emotional investment, some time in getting to know each other. Okay, those were my three signs. So number one, I talked so much about freedom. So you feel a sense of freedom. You hold on to your identity and you support one another in becoming your best selves, whatever that looks like, okay? And then we also talked about making sure that conflict is just a healthy part of the relationship and that you say, hey, that doesn't mean we're breaking up. That doesn't mean the relationship is ending. We use conflict as a way to actually become closer and understand one another better. That's what I love is when you start to associate conflict with an opportunity to understand one another better and you're using your curiosity Curiosity is a superpower. You're using that when you show up in conflict, right? So we have freedom, we have conflict. And then the last one that I shared with you was being able to be your authentic self. And usually that's preceded by some time, but you've been able to show up as yourself, whether it's, you know, joking about things or being your goofy self, or being vulnerable about things that bring tears to your eyes, right? Um, Sharing what you like and what you don't like. I remember being able to tell my partner, like, hey, I actually hate when you cook the eggs that way. I think it's disgusting, right? It's I'm not putting them down. I'm just being honest about my preferences and what I want. Totally totally honest. I don't know why that example came to me. Maybe I was thinking about Runaway Bride and, you know, she's talking about how every relationship she's in, she changes how she likes her eggs. And then when that happened to me a few weeks ago, I was like, yes, I'm honest about how I like my eggs. I'm securely attached. Um, It's funny, those small little things where we share our preferences, our wants, what we like, what we don't like, those things all add up. Because if you're doing it in the small things, you're going to do it in the big things too. So the sign that you're securely attached um, is when, hey, yeah, you're honest about your wants, your preferences, your needs, and you're showing up authentically you. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I went a little long, but I hope that it was really helpful to you. Probably gives you some insight on your past relationships I always want to hear from you. Please shoot me a DM, a direct message on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Coaching on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. Um, And if you haven't done it already, I would love to have a written review from you. I read all of those, even the ones that are not nice. I read all of them and I so appreciate your support. And I want you to know that I'm going to continue to show up for you all in 2022, and we are going to put out some amazing content to help you heal, to help you grow, to help you attract healthy, great relationships in 2022. All right. You know, as always, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. 
You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.